I'm Ashley Aiken. And I'm Chris Cerna. The wedding industry has unintentionally perpetuated a culture of chasing perfection at the cost of your relationships and mental peace. We know this because we've spent a combined 16 years photographing weddings. Together, we dive into the silent struggles of the modern engaged couple, like you. Our goal is to empower you to pop that perfection bubble, embark on the journey of self-awareness, forge your own wedding planning path, and and ultimately ultimately cultivate cultivate a healthy healthy and and thriving marriage. marriage. So today we are bringing you a amazing interview with Shelby Lane, who is a local photographer here in Wichita, Kansas. She does, oh my gosh, I'm like joking. Yeah, you are. She does amazing, she does amazing work here. And uh, she had a very unique wedding filled with lots of intention. And so Ashley, what can our listeners expect outside of those things? Maybe talk some specifics of of some things that they can look forward to in this interview. Yeah, absolutely. So Shelby's wedding day was insanely unique. It was very her, which was part of the reason that we asked her to come on because it was just, you know, our episode last week was like, you do you. And I feel like she is the epitome of you do you. She got married in 2019, I think. I think it was 2019. Yeah, two years ago. And she had like a 400 person wedding. And so it was like a bigger event, which very strange for us to think about now but in just in terms of like having a larger party while it's still feeling like an intimate wedding there were multiple times in this interview chris that my hair all over my body was standing up from chills i know i know i was watching teared up you teared up yeah dude all all the feels all the moments in this one seriously Shelby, Shelby opens up she gets vulnerable you know and i'm so thankful for any guest that we have that comes on that I mean, is honest about the struggles that they've had. And, and Shelby opens up about some of the family dynamics uh, that are a part of her life and shares a beautiful analogy of really her why. And a lot of it has to do with mending relationships and, and the family around her and starting a new chapter. So she's going to go into in depth to that, in depth with that. She's also going to talk about um, overcoming um, or really not even overcoming, but actually starting a relationship with her father. And that was a moment for, I think, both of us where we, I mean, it hit us. It yeah. was an emotional moment where she gets vulnerable. And I think it was really, really, really brave and really good. And I think that there will be listeners that resonate with like, man, you know what? How do I navigate my father not being in my life, but he's going to be at my wedding day. And so we have a great conversation about that. Oh, for sure. Especially because there is that just like, quote unquote, template. I feel like that's just what we need to call it. A template for a wedding day where your dad walks you down the aisle and, you know, Shelby straight up's like, that just didn't make sense for me. Like that didn't feel right for me, but she still held a place on her wedding day for her dad. And that was her describing that was what made Chris and I so like hit with emotions, like literally I could not believe totally. how emotional yeah. I was getting not and knowing no backstory behind their relationship. And it still is just so powerful. And she weaves these moments throughout her day and describes them. And I think you can take a lot of inspiration from that. I think just hearing somebody speaks from like such a real place of how they did it while navigating, you know, maybe a unique family dynamic So between that, her mending her relationships and like she does a couple of things differently on her wedding day too because she knows herself and 
you know, one, for instance, that you'll hear about is she wanted like no family photos. So you'll hear her take on that. And we'll talk. Yeah. She, she also talks about not using Pinterest at all during her planning decor stuff, which Ashley was flabbergasted. Yeah, I got really stuck on that. Away. I'm like, okay, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Tell me about this Pinterest thing. Like, how did you not use Pinterest? And the Pinterest? how. You really helped with the how, though, which I really appreciate. So. Yeah, like, because it is it is unique. Like, it's unique not to get stuck in, like, what everybody else is doing on Pinterest. And Shelby's got, you guys, like, Shelby's got a big following. And so her having to feel like she needs to live up to the standards of what she in her mind thinks her followers are like expecting of her like she's got 11,000 followers that's like a lot of people watching your every move and so how she dealt with the comparison the pressure and all that I mean I just I think you're really gonna love it she gets into yeah she talks about bridesmaids and how that was you know dealing dealing with all of the different personalities that are in there and and kind of talking about that and and again like she wore two wedding dresses we don't want to spoil everything but there's a lot here Mm -hmm. and truly this pairs so well if you're looking at our last monday's episode with us encouraging people hey like you do you you be you shelby really and her husband she talks about that how he wanted to weave in you know some of the things there but these two wove intention into their day extremely extremely well and created moments to share uh basically special time with those that they cared about. And Shelby kind of talks about that and you'll hear everything that she did. And she's like, wow, like she dedicated a lot of time to making sure that she had a moment with those that she cared about, which actually goes with last Friday's episode where we talk about sharing a moment with your mom and waking up and feeling like, wow, uh, I didn't spend any time with my mom, you know, that day because she was decorating or whatever. So it's, it's cool how some of these just line up and we don't even plan for them. At all. I, the parallels are crazy. Like that was not planned in the freaking slightest, which I also want to say, cause Chris, as he's speaking, I'm thinking, Ooh, we need to do an episode on that or Ooh, we should do an episode on this. So we mentioned this in the episode, but join us on the bridal breakdown community group on Facebook. If you have something that you want an episode over you want us to like dive into find someone to speak mm-hmm. on let us know what topic that might be if we talk about later like we might do an episode on how to be a good bridesmaid which we'll get into in the episode <laughs> and oh, if yeah, there's anything definitely. like that like let us know in that group post in there and we will make it happen so do you have anything else chris i don't man i'm just excited and extremely thankful that shelby gave us her time and, uh, and I don't think we got anything else except for you guys to jump in and listen to this episode. Enjoy. Hey, everybody. Today, we are here with a special, special guest. We are talking to Shelby Lane of Shelby Lane Photography. I'm here with Ashley and Shelby. Uh, How are you doing today, Shelby? I'm great. I'm great. How are you? I'm good. We're honored to have you on the podcast. You're kind of, uh, kind of a big deal here in Wichita. You're, you're really, you are, when I think of Shelby, I'll tell you what I think of. I think of someone who's like, doing all of the things, all the things, starting business ventures, 
hustling, taking care of business and, and doing stuff. So um, I think for a lot of entrepreneurs, you're kind of like kind of a little motivational, like, oh man, Shelby's doing stuff. I need to do stuff. But like in a motivational way, like I can, I can do things and accomplish things too. Thank you. That's Shelby, nice. are you an Enneagram three? I am hard. Like, three. I'm gonna, you have to be a freaking yeah. three because Chris is right. Like, it's like if I have an idea, I'm not a three, but if I have an idea to do something, like I'm a perfectionist, I'm like, have way more one in me. And so like something has to be perfect before I do it. And like, if I have an idea, I like know I need to act on it. Cause if I don't act on it, Shelby's eventually going to have that idea and also act on it. <laughs> like <laughs> legit. And I never act on it because it has to be perfect. And you're just perfect. so much better at like, literally just being like let's go for it like let's just dive in and i very much i tell chris this all the time like i just very much admire that about her i'm a very messy action kind of person <laughs> hey but dude action like so many people won't take action so there's yeah. something to be said for just doing it it's like all right however it turns out is however it turns out so are yeah. you a big enneagram person or are you just kind of like i dabble you know uh yeah i'm not too in like if you tell me what you are i probably won't know unless it's a three yeah gotcha <laughs> but i'm Honestly, I don't even know if I have a wing. I really just identify with three. Yeah. I don't really. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. I, yeah. I do see that in you like thoroughly. Yeah. But I'm also a Taurus, which kind of probably answers a lot of your questions as well. Yeah. <laughs> Ashley, are you big astrology? I've, we've never talked about astrology. We've never talked about astrology. I've always like really liked astrology, but Justin always looks at me like astrology is like very woo woo. You know, we're like, yeah, that's a whole nother level. Yeah. Leo. But I'm a Leo and I'm very much a Leo. Like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I'm, I'm I, yeah. Like I know nothing about astrology. What What's your sign? Chris? I'm born in December. I think I'm a Capricorn. <laughs> yeah. Why are you, you laughing say, like that? You saying not telling me <laughs> your sign and just telling me what month you were born. Isn't that, that all it tells is? Me is when how much? No, it's not born? the month. It's, it's not the month. Uh -uh. what <laughs> mm -mm. it's it's because it, like august i think there's two signs what? in august it's like after the 21st or the 23rd it goes to virgo and so december is probably split as well but yeah. yeah well december is a capricorn i think i i think i know that you think you're uh, but I, I yeah i thought it was like there was 12 and each month was one that's what yeah. i thought up until this moment you thought that yes well you're welcome for blowing your mind Okay. <laughs> Thank you. It's, so anyways. I, I do love the Zodiac, but yeah. So all to say, now that everybody knows, Shelby is a wedding photographer and she's a go-getter and everybody wants to hire Shelby because they, Shelby like shows up and people admire her and there's all these things. So we wanted to have her on the podcast because when she had her wedding, it also blew everybody's mind just like typical sh in typical Shelby fashion, just blowing people's mind. So Shelby, will you just go ahead and introduce yourself to the listeners, who you are, where you're from? We kind of said that already, but just introduce yourself. Yes. Um, okay. So I'm Shelby, Shelby Lane. I'm from Derby, Kansas, which is just like a little suburb outside of Wichita, wedding photographer. My wife's from, from Derby. We lived in Derby for a while. Yeah. I think I went to school with her. We went to what school. year did you graduate? 2012. Yeah. She was 2009. Yeah. So she would, uh, you would, I guess you would have been a freshman when freshman, she was a senior. senior. Yeah. 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 She's weird. <laughs> Anyways. So Derby, gotcha. 
I went to Derby. Um, I went to community college for two years and then I went to WSU for a week. <laughs> oh my <One> gosh. <laughs> yeah. I and went then- to um, college for uh, speech therapy and psychotherapy and I ended up doing this. So, <laughs> so what made wow. you go that route? Like what made you yeah. decide to speech therapy? Or no, to go the route of photography. So you went in with one idea and then you came out doing something else. I actually, I've always done photography Um, in high school. I've really excelled in it. I was in the advanced classes and went to, you know, different like meets, I guess. I don't know how to explain it. But, um, and then after I would just do like my friend's stuff and it became kind of like a side gig. Um, And then when I went to my third year of college at WSU, my financial aid didn't go through. So that's why I only went for a week. And I was just going to take that year off and then go the next year. And when I took that year off, I started getting more into photography because I was only working part-time because I was planning on going to college that year. Yeah, And it just kind of got a little out of hand photography a lot more than I expected. And it really kind of became the goal. It was like, wow, this is kind of actually what I really want to do. And that's when I kind of started realizing that I actually like business um, so yeah, it's kind of took a weird turn, but it worked out. <laughs> I wow. love that. That's awesome. Yeah. The world just has its way of working. Yeah. What are the odds of like financial aid not going through, you know? Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. If that would have panned out, you know, totally could have thrown you on a different, completely yeah. different path. Completely different. Yeah. So one of the things that, uh, whenever I started, you know, photography and started really doing it more in the city, um, one of the things that I did is I went and followed like all the photographers in the city. And so you, you start to get a feel for who people are through social media and their vibes and stuff like that. And I think one of the things that a lot of people would say about you is that you are, you're unique, you're Shelby, like you, you do you like that phrase, you do you, like, I feel like you kind of embody that. And so I think it's no surprise that your wedding day was, would also turn out like that and also turn out to be that way. So would you kind of describe the vibe, the feel, the decor, like, like if you could give us like a snapshot of what you were going for on your wedding day, what would you say that was for you? I want to, can I give you like eight different words? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> I feel like it was like modern, boho, edgy. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. I just put everything I love together. You just kind of put it in a blender. It. Yeah. <laughs> Blended it all up. Yeah. I was like, it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would agree with that. You don't see a lot of edgy weddings. And your wedding was edgy. Yeah. You don't see that a lot. Yeah. So what made you, like, did you have any fear with that? Like, oh, I don't, I don't know about what are people going to think or anything like that? Are you just like, I'm just going to do me and I'm just going to embrace it and mix all of these elements together? Yeah. I'm going to be completely honest. At first, I was like, I have to um, live up to standards. Like I was like, I have to make sure that people like what they see and it's like the best wedding of the year. You know what I mean? But then after I was thinking of all that, I was like, that doesn't even matter. It is my wedding. It's not their wedding. At the end of the day, they're not going to remember it. I am like, I want to do what I want to do. And I don't want to have to think about what everyone else is going to think because it doesn't matter what they think. Did you feel any pressure from your social media status? Like, you know, like, you know, you're this established photographer, your followers. Did you feel that pressure coming more from social media, that lens? Or did you feel it from like a personal level with friends and family? Like, where did you feel it the most? Other vendors even? 
it was definitely from social media. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, completely. I just like, especially when you are a photographer and you have a significant amount of followers, it is very overwhelming. And um, I know a lot of photographers, you, you like to compare, like that's just yeah. a thing that we do. It's hard not to. And looking at all of these weddings that everyone shoots on the daily and then being like, mine has to stand out. Like mm-hmm. mine can't just be like one of all the other weddings. But I kind of got over that after a while of like beating myself up thinking like, I have to do this. I have to do this. I have to do everything all in one. No, I don't. I have to do what I want. So yeah, because you're right. At the end of the day, no one else is going to remember it. And a lot of it, it's like they might not even see it. Like I can keep it private to myself, you know, like not letting that pressure steal the joy behind like getting married. Yeah. And it like it's my wedding day. Like, yeah, it's mine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for totally. sure. So with your wedding day and you saying like it's mine, we talk a lot on the podcast about creating and having a wedding why as like your north star and Mm -hmm. this wasn't initially something that we were going to ask you about but I feel like you probably have an idea of what yours might have been and it's just like that grounding factor that it's like anytime you start deviating from the why behind why you're celebrating with a wedding you can always come back to that why did you have a why going into your wedding without realizing you had a why I did yeah so my Like, I really looked at my wedding as a page turner in my life. Like, it was a new beginning, I guess, kind of like a book close. Um, Yeah. Like, I'm going to, I really wanted, I have a very, like, broken family. And I really wanted to mend those relationships where they needed to be mended and leave the ones that didn't matter to me behind and just move forward with my new family that I've put together. Um, And... I really just wanted it to be a day full of like happiness going forward, continued happiness, if that makes sense. Like I just really wanted to fix everything need to be fixed and say bye to the things that would never be fixed. Wow. That is (laughs) deep. Yeah, that is deep. There, I feel like whenever you have something that is so meaningful like that, it can really empower you to like, make those harder decisions with planning a wedding because you know that there's there's a greater goal, mm-hmm. you know, beyond the pretty, beyond the let's show my followers how freaking dope your shoes were, by the yeah. way. <laughs> your shoes were so cool. We'll, we'll get there. But it, it is. It gives you that like guiding light for you to be able to say no to the things that aren't empowering your heart making you feel good and i love that analogy of like the page closing, a, closing a chapter yeah new chapter yeah so being in the wedding industry and having this why did you know what you definitely if you think of like the template of a traditional wedding did you know mm-hmm. exactly not exactly but did you know what you definitely wanted to do and definitely didn't want to do going into planning yeah. your wedding yeah Um, so I, my dad wasn't walking me down the aisle. Um, I initially wanted to walk down the aisle by myself, but then I, I kind of pulled into like, who raised me? Who do I see as like the person that I can confide in the person that can give me away to this man, 
You know what I mean? So I ended up having my two uncles walk me down the aisle, which were very close in age. We're like brother sister relationships. Um, but I still wanted to have my dad be an important part of my wedding, even though he wasn't walking me down the aisle. Um, so I did have a little important like thing with my dad. Um, so I also did not want to do family photos. I, I know that's kind of weird. Yeah. I just wanted to do one big group photo on my side, one big group photo on my husband's side and call it good. Um, just get everybody in there and then be done. I just... I wouldn't have ever used them. It's just not a thing that I would have needed because I, I do see my family enough to where if we need pictures, we'll just take pictures together. It's just, it just wasn't important to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also for me as a photographer, don't kill me brides and grooms and all the couples, um, wedding or family photos is what takes the most time. It's what seems the most stressful for everybody. And I just didn't want to deal with it. Yeah, it it definitely does take the most time. And you just see it weekend after weekend, how stressed out it makes people. That's opposite of my experience, actually, though, which is odd, is that like my wedding made me appreciate family photos more. But I know I'm the type of person that I can pull up that photo and like I will love that. But that's knowing that about myself. But I also didn't know that about myself prior to getting married. So it's it's interesting. But like I knew family photos were going to be something that was very important to me. So it's like true to your whole sentiment. Like you do you like know what you need, but you're right. It's the most stressful time consuming part of the day. And like bride and groom and, you know, couples are just standing at the altar, just like their mouths hurt, their backs hurt. They're tired of taking photos. Nobody's listening. Well, and it goes along even with your, kind of your why of like, I just want to move forward. I want to build, you know, this new, that, that whole kind of thing. So I, mm. it's cool to see that like theme kind of running through there. So that was one thing that was traditional that most people do that you decided, ah, eh, this isn't for us. Like this isn't for us. Were, was there anything else that you did that maybe went against the grain or you knew you didn't want to do? I had two wedding dresses. I wanted a black wedding dress, but my husband was like, I really want to see you in white because like all I wear is black. Uh-huh. <laughs> Same. I really want to see you in white. So I gave him the white dress, but I wore a black cape, like a long cathedral black cape. Wow. Um, yeah. Because I, I still wanted to pull that black in because it's just more me, you know, I, yeah. I, just, I just like black. <laughs> For um, sure. Yeah. So I ended up, I wore a dress for my ceremony and then a few pictures afterwards. And then I switched into a different dress for my reception. That was a like my ceremony dress was very glitzy and um, fitted. And my reception dress was very, it was just, just lace and a line not fitted. It was, they were totally different, but I wanted something comfy for the reception. And I also just, I'm very extra. And I wanted that. That, that, ch- that change. Yeah. You, wow wanted, you wanted that thing where people were like, oh, that's so her. Like, so, you know that thing. Yeah. With those yeah. dresses, Shelby, did you buy like two wedding dresses or did you go and do like off the rack or did you like literally buy two dresses? So I bought two, but my first one I got at um, Dress Gallery's Black Friday sale. So I got it for like 60% off. And then my second one I got, it was like, buy it off the rack from dress gallery as well as buy off the rack and I got it for like $400. So I didn't spend a whole lot on my wedding dresses. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So the second one was probably like one of those sample sale type of deals Mm -hmm. that they do. 
Okay. Yep. Okay. So, I'm like, that could be expensive. Yeah. Like, how, yeah how, no, how do you do this if somebody's listening? Less than 1500 for both my dresses combined. Which yeah, is that's awesome. Nice. Yeah. It's less than my one dress. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you mentioned your husband, your now husband, uh, fiance then, saying, hey, you know, I, I really want to see you in a white dress that day. So he's kind of like sharing some things that are important to him. Are there are, are there some things that were important to him on the wedding yeah. day? Like, and can you share any of those that he wanted to incorporate? Yeah, surprisingly, there was a lot and I didn't expect it. I just kind of started going with wedding planning. I was like, this is my thing. Yeah, I'm going to take care of everything because I'm going to be the only one that really cares what everything looks like. No, I was completely wrong. Wow. Um, were you shocked by that? Yes. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> and now we have this conflict where I'm like, I want to put this up on the wall and living room. He's like, mm, no, maybe this instead. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's Lara. That's Lara and I. She's always, she's she likes to rearrange stuff a lot. So do and I. I love to She'll do it. And then I'll be like, mm, I don't know if I like that there. And she's like, oh my gosh, why can't you just be a guy that literally doesn't care about these things? Yeah. 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 So. Well, Shelby, yeah. with him caring, it's almost like, you know, I don't know if you feel this way, but when I see my couples and like the guy has an input, it's almost like just give them what they want because they don't like want very much. So what kinds of things did your husband like was were important to him? I can't word. So I, <laughs> we had um, a wedding party of 20. <laughs> so it's a, it's a oh. decent sized wedding party. Yeah. 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 So I. Instead of doing a long um, dinner table, we mm -hmm. just did a sweetheart table and then let them sit, you know, with the guests. And I wanted to do two big black peacock chairs for the sweetheart table. And I was, you know, talking to somebody. We were with our friends and I was telling them, yeah, we're going to have these black peacock chairs. He's like, wait, what? And I was like, yeah. He's like, I don't want a peacock chair there. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> why do you care? It's like, like, why, no, why does that even matter to you? Yeah. He's like, no, we're not doing the peacock chairs. And I was like, okay. He's like, what about like a rattan chair? And I was like, how do you even know what rattan means? Number one. Yeah. How do you know what rattan means? <laughs> More important. And number questions. two, why do you think it's better than a black peacock chair? <laughs> okay. Yeah. So how did you guys navigate like these, these things? Was it as simple as like, okay, fine. Or was there discussion? Like, how did you guys get through that? So from then on, I, I, we settled on the rattan chair. I found some that I liked. I could put a cute little back on it. Um, but from then on, I just kind of included him in everything. I was like, okay, I want to do this. What do you think about it? And we kind of just made a decision together and it was actually pretty easy because he, he had his opinions, but most of the time we were kind of thinking the same thing or we could come to a conclusion that ended up what we both wanted. So, so it was almost like really the only, the conflict there was that initially you just didn't know he wanted to be included. Yeah. So you just had to take mm -hmm. a step further to consistently include him just to make sure which that reminds me of my husband like he didn't really care about anything but he didn't want to mm -hmm. not be included like he always wanted to like he's like wait why are we doing like barney purple and i'm like what do you mean why are we why do you and he's like i just want to know like i want to be included and be able to say no mm -hmm. yeah. yeah yeah i was the same way i just i just wanted to know i just wanted to yeah. I, had, I had input of course i had input so yeah. well this well, that, is interesting cool. for listeners though to know that like even though people say that he doesn't care like maybe just include him in the conversation, you know, don't just assume. Yeah, because even though he like, act, like seem like he doesn't care, it's still his wedding day too. And he might actually really want to know, but maybe he's just like, oh, I'm a guy. I don't really need to know. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I've heard about that before. Like there have been like uh, with the bridal expo, 
there's been men that want to go, but they feel like, oh, there's not going to be any other men there. So what does that say about me if I go? Like, it, yep. it's a weird thing that it, it's not a weird thing, but it's a thought process that exists. So maybe yeah. just even simply acknowledging it and inviting them into the conversation, then you can get a good read because maybe they're like, hey, actually, you just do whatever you want to do. I really don't want to be involved in this. Yeah. I want to backpedal actually to you said that you didn't walk down the aisle with your dad and you walked down with your uncles instead. How did your dad take that? How'd you navigate having that conversation with him? I kind of put, if I'm being completely honest, I put it off for a while. Cause I was like, mm. like I didn't, Yeah, I wasn't worried about hurting his feelings mm-hmm. because to be quite honest, I've never seen my dad have a feeling. <laughs> so uh. I was worried. I think what was worrying me was, telling him and him not having a problem with it and it hurting my feelings. So I put it off for a while. And finally, like two or three months before the wedding, I told him, you know, I was going to have my uncles walk me down the aisle, but it, it kind of also wasn't really a thing that was expected from him because he was never really there. We didn't really have much of a relationship. Um, So I don't really think he expected to be a part of that part of the wedding day, mm-hmm. but I did, um, want to do a first look with him. Um, this is going to get, get deep. No, that's all right. <laughs> but, Let's do it. So this goes into mending the relationships and stuff. And mm-hmm. I had thought about like what I wanted to do for my dad. And I was like, I just don't have a relationship with him. So anything I do, isn't going to mean anything. So I decided, why don't I create a relationship with him on my wedding day? Like that would be so special to me. So I did my first look with him and I had written him a letter, but I didn't, we don't really, my dad and I are really kind of similar with like our personality. We just don't really say much. We don't really say how we feel or anything. So in the letter, all I said was, I forgive you. And I gave it to him after our first look and he started bawling. He grabbed me and like dug his uh, face in my neck and just started bawling. I'm and so I was crying. like, I know I'm tearing up. <laughs> I thought that I would cry when that happened, but I think I was just like overcome with joy that yeah. I was just so happy and it was crazy. And then we had, I had a dance with him because I just wanted to have something on the day of that would be like, okay, I told you I forgave you let's celebrate it. So we had yeah, a you like reinforced that action mm-hmm. with yeah. like another action. I love that. Yeah. Cause he was never going to do it. And like, it's to the point now where like, if you're not going to be the adult or like the parent in the situation, then let me do it because I'm there now. You know what I mean? So we did that. And then we had a dance and he told me like, I'm so proud of you. I love you so much. I'm so happy for you. And it was like the first time I'd seen my dad genuinely smile at me. It was it was crazy. And now we see each other like twice a month and go have game nights and stuff. And Paige yeah, Turner, man. Paige Turner, Paige yeah. Turner. Dude, yeah. that is huge. You I know have what I love? Ch- full body chills. I'm like not joking. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime Ashley does this, she's like, look, look at all these chills. <laughs> look at look at all these hairs. These goosebumps. <laughs> So here's what I love about you sharing this, Shelby. And by the way, thank you for just being vulnerable because that is a vulnerable thing to share. A lot of times when people talk about weddings, they just want to share the good, the mushy, the happy, the, the Pinterest worthy, you know, things. But the fact of the matter is, is not everybody's family dynamics are like that. Not Mm -hmm. everybody comes from a home 
where everything was 100, you know, it was perfect. And so I can guarantee you there are listeners that are listening to this that are like, wow, I, maybe that's just what they needed. Maybe this is motivation enough for them to start to consider. Maybe I need to be the adult, you know, and, and extend this olive branch and do this, you know? So I love that you're sharing this because I know it will resonate with some people. Yeah. Sometimes people just need to hear it. Like he, I think he just needed to hear those three words to get him through that wall. Like if, if it never would have happened, I don't know where we'd be today, but I was the one that was just like, I'm going to do it. Let's just do it. So, yeah. Well, and look at the, like what you've created because it's like you stepped up to yeah. for him. You stepped up for your relationship, even though like there can be pride that can stand in the way. Just like you said, like you have this expectation, you know, obviously I don't know what went on with you and your dad prior, but you have this expectation that like he's the dad, he's the parent, he's the one that should do this. And you're like, you know what? No, like I'm going to strip that down because like I'm a party in this as well. So I'm just going to make sure that like we have a good relationship going forward and not hold this resentment because that's not going to serve anybody to hold that, you know, any hardships in your heart. Mm-hmm. So, so you go ahead. Okay. I was going to say, so, you know, you mentioned that this was something that you kind of put off because you were worried about how his response or lack of a response might affect you. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're kind of getting into the the territory of, of mental health stuff. Were there any other difficulties, challenges, things that you experienced during wedding planning could be relational, could be planning wise that affected your mental health? To be quite honest, I'm very bad at feeling like I don't let myself feel things. So I think for a while, all the stress and everything, I was just putting it off, you know, and I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, whatever. I'm doing good. It's fine. But then it just kind of, kind of all crept up, but bridesmaids were a huge stressor for me. <laughs> oh. I love this already. Yes. Yes. So I had nine bridesmaids and um, two of them were guys. So seven of them were girls and they were all from different parts of my life. I don't really have like a big friend group. I have friends that, you know, were in different, different parts seasons, of my life. Different seasons, yeah. Yeah. Um, so they all didn't really know each other. Um, so, I mean, I'm not saying they didn't get along. It was just a lot of different personalities coming at me at once. So that was the hard thing to handle because some of them wouldn't come to things and some of them would say, oh, I don't want to pay for hair and makeup. You should do that because you're the bride. And some of them would be like, do I really have to wear this dress because I just don't like the way it looks? Can I do something different? I haven't bought my dress yet. The wedding's in a month. Like there was just so many things that I was just like, oh, I can't do this. Do whatever you want. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. it's not worth it. Like, like yeah. all of that crap is not worth your mental health. Yeah. Gosh, and you know, hearing that stuff, like I can, I can see how that would be a thing, but it also kind of so pisses mad. me off. Yeah. <laughs> Literally Cause it's just like, mad. it's just like, Oh, I'm sorry. Is this day about you? Like yeah. I didn't realize you're getting married today. Like I'm inviting yeah. you to be a part of this big day just shut up and do it. Like, <laughs> I mean, I obviously know that that's not, that's not in my personality to say that to someone's face, but I'm definitely going to think it and I'm yeah. going to feel it. And so, ah, to, to just know that thing. that is a thing for people, yeah. it sucks. Go ahead. Yeah. I, I thought you were going to go to the same place I was. I think it's a good thing for bridesmaids to realize is that it's not your wedding day. 
it is someone else's wedding day. So if you're asked, like you said yes to being a bridesmaid. So you said yes to being in this wedding. You need to go with whatever the wedding's doing. Yeah. Yeah. You said yes to like, you know, there's an investment an investment of money and investment men in time. Like all of these things are things you agree to and you don't have to agree to it just because you were asked. And like, that is a hard thing to navigate when you're asked, but like if you've been asked and say like things are coming up and maybe your life changes, you can reach out to your friend who's a bride and be like, hey, like this is going on in my life. I would love to be a part of your wedding. But financially, like I don't think, you know, you can have that conversation with somebody that you love and maybe it will be a hard conversation, but it's Dude, better you know than doing do? all of this. Sorry, what? I just interrupted yeah. you. You're okay. I well, just you had have an thought. idea, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> we need to do an episode on like how to be a good bridesmaid. And we need to record that and we need to literally, you know how we had that conversation with mom, like, hey, go ahead and and hand this podcast off to your mom. We need to do one with bridesmaids to where brides can send it to their bridesmaids. Like, hey, this is required listening before you show up to my wedding day. And we just need to like school them and be like, oh my God, this this day ain't about you. Like reality check. We need to do that. Okay. So in our private Facebook group, if you're not a part of it yet, it's bridal breakdown community, community on Facebook. Links in let's the show notes. Let's talk about, yeah, link in the show notes. Let's talk about in there. Let's have a thread and then we'll have an episode. What are things that you wish your bridesmaids knew? And obviously Shelby is starting this conversation off right now, but let's all like give some input and then Chris and I will record this episode and you can give it to your bridesmaids. Heck yes. So, anyways, anyways, so getting so getting back to you, Shelby. Yes. You had, this was a, was a major stressor for you and so would you so how did you deal with it did you just say like everybody like uh do what you want to do like this is too much for me no so I the the hair and makeup was like the main thing like they were just some people and I'm not saying all of my bridesmaids were awful there was just some things that were piling up that were a pain in the butt Mm -hmm. so uh I just ended up saying you know what I'm paying for the hair and makeup and you're getting it done and you're getting it done. So we went ahead and did that. And then I kind of talked to a few of the different, right? Like my, my maid of honor, I kind of told her what was up. I was like, yo, help me. Yeah. <laughs> so she kind of put everybody else like, listen, guys, like this is not your day. And she kind Heck of just yes. took care of everything for me. Yeah. She's my day one. We love her. But um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so my, my maid of honor just really took over and she helped, helped out. And it really um, kind of relieved a lot of the stress regarding that for sure well if you think about it as a bride or groom when you think about just have managing a group you're literally managing a group of people like nine people thinking about like a manager at a store nine people is a lot of people to manage at one time and like being a bride you're managing that many and I think about it on wedding day as a photographer and I'm sure you both can agree that I see so many bridesmaids not to get in this whole topic right now, but I see all these bridesmaids like caring about what they look like and they are like holding things up because they are in front of the mirror and they don't like their hair and they don't like their makeup and they want to make sure that their dress fits. And it's like, girlfriend, girlfriend, mm-hmm. like this not is not about, about you. you. Yep. It's tough. So, so you mentioned the oh and dresses someone hadn't had their dress which we have multiple people and I saw it on reddit today their bridesmaids don't have their dresses like a month (laughs) before the wedding yeah like why is this that (sighs) I'm mad like I'm actually (laughs) mad about this if you could see Ashley's body language 
So there's all of these things that are compounding with bridesmaids. Is there anything else that's significant in terms of mental health that you want to speak to? I'm pretty much just give you the mic. Like if you want to speak to any form of mental health when it comes to planning your wedding, anything surrounding being a bride and mental health, is there anything that you want to say to that to any of our listeners? Yeah. Before I go there, I did want to say something about um, the whole not having people there that have passed thing because that was also something that was really weighing on me gotcha Um, because i've lost a lot of friends to suicide and it was just like we had this whole little thing planned like with all of the pictures and everything and as i was getting all the pictures together i was just like how in the world are there so many pictures that i have to put up for people that i've lost and that just was just kind of hit me like on your wedding day you are literally like some people are having their wedding day without their best friend, without their mom, without their dad. Like it is a big thing and it's a big deal and it's important to remember them. Um, and it's okay to be sad about it on your wedding day. You know what I mean? My husband lost his best friend, um, right after we graduated high school. Um, he, his family almost adopted him. So they were like basically brothers. They had lived together for a couple of years. And so I did something really special for him for, the wedding day, he had had um, necklaces made with his ashes in them for all of their, like their friend group. And then I got him a cup, like cufflinks that said, um, I don't remember what I put on them. (laughs) (laughs) Something something meaningful. Something like I'm by your side or something. And then I got him a can of chew and two beers because that's what they always did together. So um, I just think it's important to do things like that for your partner if they are missing someone on the day that you guys are getting married. I love that. That's like weaving so much intention into the day. And that's what we preach all day long, every day. It's just like, listen, you do you, you make this day about you and you incorporate your life, the joys, the pains, the struggles, the wins, weave it all into it, into the day. Because at the end of it, like that's what your celebration for marriage needs it needs you and your partner into it and i'm sure you would like i know ashley and i've talked about this i'm sure you would agree but there's kind of a template with weddings like a lot of times it's really hard to distinguish anything that's different because people go on pinterest they find these timelines they find these sheets and everyone's doing the same things and it's like you could pretty much just copy and paste this wedding to this wedding and the only thing that's different is the people everything else is the same Mm mm-hmm to be honest, I didn't touch Pinterest for my wedding. I was like, I can't look. I don't want to look at it. <laughs> uh, which speaking of, we talked about this before starting to record the podcast. What about your wedding? Like, what was your mindset going into your wedding? Will you tell the listeners about kind of how you stayed on track to just doing things your way? Yes. Um. So for my wedding, I didn't really want to go with the trend, go with what was in. I wanted to really just do what I loved and put it all into one thing. I wanted it to be just all about me and my husband, of course, all about us. Um, (laughs) All about me. (laughs) I just wanted it to be me. And I wasn't worried about if it was something that wasn't in, or if it was something that was, wasn't, you know what I mean? If it wasn't different enough or anything like that, I just really, really wanted it to scream us. Yeah. So I, I pulled all the things that I love and put them together and just made a big conglomeration. <laughs> so what did that look like for you, especially not touching Pinterest? What did I, that inspiration look like? 
you know, it's really weird because I had, you know, you always have this idea of your wedding before you even meet your fiance. Like you just have this idea. Oh, yeah. And my idea was getting married in a barn with burlap and teal everywhere. <laughs> oh, the burlap. Mm. <laughs> oh, Shelby was envisioning this in 2012. She yes. was loving the burlap and the lace. We have a burlap room. Sometimes I'll just go roll around in it and lay in it. I love, I'm just a kidding. burlap room? Is it made of burlap? No, Oh no. my gosh. I <laughs> so joking. thought you, I thought you were serious. And I'm no, like, Chris, I'm why does your rental have that? Get rid of it right now. <laughs> so, so this was your idea, burlap. Tea. Yeah. Like, so that's what I wanted before, you know? And then when I, I you, you change, you know, and even yeah. like during wedding planning, I was changing as a person. Um, because my business was really kind of evolving and I was just becoming a different person. You know, I was opening up, I was really being, um, comfortable with being myself. Um, so. Well, and how old were you when you got married, Shelby? 25. Okay. I was going to say, I feel like around the 20, like between 23 and I mean, 28, I feel like there's just this astronomical fast growth that happens as a person like even from you looking at yourself now what you're probably like 27 mm-hmm. oh yeah and looking back to 25 year old you you're probably like I don't even hardly recognize that person Mm-mm. yeah yeah so yeah. anyways you're allowing yourself yeah yeah I was just I, I don't know I was just being open with myself and I just really wanted to be me and I wasn't worried about what everyone was thinking anymore so that's kind of what I went with I had this so thought. It, yeah, go so ahead. this is totally random. You're I'm okay. deviating. I had this thought <laughs> yesterday. I was walking at a quick trip and I looked down at my outfit and I was wearing like sandals and like these like crazy design shorts. They were like striped, they had like stripes down the middle of them. They were really weird shorts and I had this ugly t shirt on. And I went in to get something. I think I had just, oh, and then no, it wasn't sandals. It was like these Nike, <laughs> these Nike shoes. But then I had like these socks with designs on them pulled all the way up i went to go play disc golf and i was just like i don't need this is all that's clean i'm just grabbing this and i'm walking at a quick trip and i thought like wow i'm like i really don't give a shit what i look like right now like what is this freedom that i'm loving like i don't care i just went in and got a pop at quick trip played some disc golf and like i'm doing my thing there's something about growing up and just getting a little bit older and realizing that all these things that you used to care about don't really matter anymore and it's so freeing to get to that point. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. So with Shelby, you having this growth and becoming, you know, more of an adult and finding yourself creating a vision for your wedding day. And I'm literally stuck on this Pinterest thing without Pinterest. How (laughs) did you pick colors? How did you pick a theme? How did, how did you go? What did that process look like for you without letting the mass media? Well, I guess you still had Instagram, which was probably kind yeah, of influential. I mean, I, but. And I had, like, I had, a, I've, I've seen weddings on Pinterest. It's not like I hadn't seen anything, but I had an idea of what, like, I wanted black and white. I wanted it to be super just basic. Um, and then I wanted macrame everything because I love macrame, but I also wanted, I don't like flowers. So I was like, let's do dried, just dried things. So we did like pompous and dried eucalyptus and those weird leaves things that are cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I know exactly what you're talking dried. about. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then 
that's basically it. I had a bunch of vases that I found, like hot, like different hodgepodge vases that I found at Hobby Lobby. And I bought like 500 of them and we put them everywhere. And then everything else, I, there's this, uh, she doesn't do decor anymore, but this um, woman that I used for my decor and just kind of based it off of all of the decor that I liked from her. And then I just ran with it. Wow. That's very freeing, especially the goodwill finds, because it's like you were allowing yourself just to whatever you're coming across, kind of like that was guiding the path of your wedding versus having this like, you know, having to buy everything new, being obviously goodwill. These 500 bases are not uniform, you know, like you weren't. Yeah, you weren't trapping yourself to any particular way of doing things, which sounds very much like you. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah she just did that she just put her hands up <laughs> yeah I, and gosh here and here's the thing if anyone's listening the thing that we're encu- we're not encouraging you to be shelby because shelby is shelby we're encouraging you to be you so if you are someone who does like uniform things who does like flowers who likes these other things great that's that's mm-hmm. not a problem but you do you and don't go some other way because this is what the trends are doing or you saw your favorite photographer shoot a wedding that was this and you're obsessed and you want to recreate that like maybe you could take aspects of that but at the end of the day like don't lose yourself in the planning that like you're this is the biggest event to showcase your personality what did Jillian say how did she describe the dress what was that one phrase that she had the garment the most self-expressive garment you'll ever wear. Is that right? Yes. Yes. Good job. I have job. it in my notes. Yeah. Thanks. Good job. But I mean, your wedding day is almost the most self-expressive event that you will throw. So mm-hmm. why not weave yourself into it? Um, yeah. Shelby, are you satisfied with her answer on Pinterest? You kept... <laughs> Ashley? Yes. Sorry, I thought you it? were asking Shelby that. Yes, no, no, no. I, th- I was asking if you were good with it. I'm very, now, I, I know I was stuck. I was very stuck. I'm like, good. how did you do this? Yeah, <laughs> no, it. it was good. Backing up a little bit to mental health. Is there any other kind of last words that you have in regards to mental health? Like speak your piece kind of thing. Like, hey, if I could just give people one tidbit of information when it comes to mental health and navigating it during this season of their life. Like you said, you had something. So I just kind of wanted to go back to that. Oh yeah. I I lost it, but I'll, I can go on to something. Um, (laughs) I I don't know. I just think it's important to remember that you're human and you're not alone. Like you're always going to feel emotions, especially when it's something so stressful, like wedding planning, because it is stressful. Um, you're always going to feel emotions like, and it's, it is hard, but you're going to get through it. You know what I mean? Like I have bipolar disorder and I did it and I'm good. And like, I just, and I'm not using that as an excuse. It's just like, I have a stressful disorder and I did it. You know what I mean? It's just, I love yeah. that. No, no, can I, I ask I you that. about your bipolar disorder? Uh huh. So with being bipolar, did you notice that like, a, I don't know if that's something that impacts you like frequently, but mm-hmm. did you notice that it did impact your wedding planning? If it did, how did you navigate that? It's it's weird because I don't let it affect me anymore. I kind of use it to my advantage. I don't really think that it really affected it. Um, yeah. And my 
bipolar disorder is hypermania. So I'm just very like. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Lara, really... Lara is bipolar. I was bipolar gonna say well. Lara is bipolar, right? Yeah, yeah, and so she leans more towards mania than depressive. Yeah, that's what so. mine is too. It's just more like so you go, really like if do it, use it to your advantage because I was like, I gotta do this, I gotta finish, I gotta finish, I gotta finish, and then like, yeah. Okay, so Shelby, because your wedding was so unique and you are really a beacon to empower people to do things their way for their wedding, was there anything that you did that was intentional other than like having your uncles walk you down the aisle, you know, sharing that intentional moment? You had an intentional first look with your dad. I feel like sometimes um, that's just like a little special moment, but yours was really intentional. Were there any other parts of your day that were very intentional? Yeah, honestly, I feel like every part of my day was intentional. Um, yes, <laughs> love it. You know, I for love hours. It. Um, but I did. So I, I had a first look with my mom, my grandma, my mom's best friend, my all of my bridesmaids, my brothers, and my uncles, and all four of my grandmas. <laughs> Wait, did you do each of these separately? <laughs> oh my gosh, are you serious? My photographer probably hated me. <laughs> okay, I'm loving. I am lo- like, yes, that's a lot of time. Yeah. But I'm loving this. Okay, so why? My mom put my dress on, of course, and then I turned around and we did all of that. Um, and then I did, I had my Aunt Sharina, which is my mom's best friend, come in. And then I had my grandma, which was the most emotional one. I really didn't think I was going to cry on my wedding day, but that's the time that I cried. Oh, my like friend yeah so I had her come in and she was just like you look so beautiful and then she started crying and smiling and it was just ah. yeah, um all the feels <laughs> yeah and she's like this four foot seven like cutest little woman you you'd ever meet in your life like ah, she's calling me beautiful <laughs> and I got I got them all gifts um and they were all just very like meaningful gifts I got my grandma necklace that says you are my sunshine on it Yes, um, yes, yes, yes. Um, and then I wrote everyone a letter um, of how they impacted my life and how um, just like kind of goes into that, like mending and like the just mending. Yes. Everyone. Yeah. So me and my mom, we I love her to death, but we just didn't really have a great relationship. Um, so th- this day was really kind of like me kind of expressing to her that I appreciate her, even though I've never really expressed that. So that was a kind of a big moment for her when she read my letter to her and she kind of like started crying and it was just a big thing for both of us, I guess. Um, but then I did a, a first look with all four of my grandmas, which was the cutest thing ever. I recommend people doing it if they have a lot of grandmas. <laughs> um, and then my bridesmaids and my uncles and my brothers. And I just, I really want to, I got everybody a gift, everybody a letter. I just... So did you do a first look with your fiance? Nope. No. So first look with everyone else. Yeah. He he had to wait though. Yeah. yeah, he had to wait. So here's what I here's what I'm hearing through all of this. And I know you said you don't feel like you have a wing, but based off of every like any. She's a stuff, four. I would have said two. Oh, I said here's why I would have said two. Only because what person makes their wedding day about others and gives and gives because like twos are very much like I'm going to give a lot of myself um, in a way that's like they're very much about other people. And so I think there are ways that you definitely owned your day, but you made 
intentional decisions to like, I'm going to mend relationships. I'm going to do these things and in a way celebrate others. Like you shared a moment, you gave a gift and you gave words. That's huge. I cannot imagine the amount of time and effort that went into it. I'm sure it wasn't anything that you did flippantly. Like, uh, love you so much. Huh? Thanks for being here. You know, it was probably deep, meaningful things that were said. And so I, I love that, that you made sure to include, like give the people that you love the most a moment in your day. Because a lot of people, they wake up, you know, we just read a Reddit uh, letter, uh, a thread on Reddit that we covered in last Friday's episode about a bride who, you know, woke up and she like a couple days after her wedding and was like, oh my gosh, I didn't share any moments with my mom. I had a first dance with my dad. I, you know, did a first look with my dad. I did nothing with my mom. And so I think that if anything, hopefully this is reinforcing the thought of like, create moments for those that you care about and those that you love. Yes. Yes, absolutely. I had so many, I had so many intentional moments and I didn't even realize that until you guys asked me. I was like, wow, I did a lot of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> was, were there any other things that you did? Yeah. Um, so I, I, I know I mentioned that I had a dance with my dad, but before I did a dance with my dad, I, I actually did a speech, um, about my grandma, my mom's best friend and my mom because I really wanted to thank them kind of, but publicly, because I, you know, I already wrote them a letter, but I, when they say it takes an army or a village to raise a human, in my case, that was completely accurate. <laughs> As, you know, my mom had me at 17 and she was just very young. She, we kind of grew up together and it really took so many people just to raise me. I had a lot of people raising me. Um, so I really wanted to thank them. And I just, said a speech about the three of them because I like kind of called them my girl gang because we're just kind of like a bunch of buddies together and then I danced with them um I can't even remember the song it was funny because my mom was like this song is awful and was crying <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah I, I wanted to do a dance with them and I don't know it was cool I thought I was going to cry through the speech but I got through it <laughs> Yeah, I am absolutely loving this. So with all of these things that I am loving and obviously like are giving, see, they're still like giving you emotions like long after, which I feel like is the goal. It's like you can walk away and be happy that these things are happen happening that happened. Is there anything that you wish you did differently on your wedding day looking back? Um, This is kind of dumb to admit, but I wish I would have picked a different dress. <laughs> Are you serious? Even yeah. with your two dresses? Even on the wedding day, I didn't like my dress. I About two months before my wedding, I was like, this dress just isn't me anymore. You know, I, I bought it right after we got engaged and it was, our engagement was a year and a half long. Okay. Um, and like I said, there was a lot of growth and change in myself happening and even in our relationship happening up until even our wedding day. And I just, the more I looked at my dress, I was just like, this just is not me, but I rocked it anyway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. and that's almost looking at it like it's never, it's no dress you could pick would ever always be you. Yeah. 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 And even like two years from now, I would probably have a different idea of what kind of dress I would wear. Yeah. So what I would now. That's a good thing to like also take note of, but maybe... I'm trying to think of what could be actionable for that. And maybe it's just like, maybe not get a dress a year and a half before your wedding. Maybe. Yeah. 
I'm like reaching there because also yeah. it's like, and it's, you ask yourself, how important is that to me? And so like for you, how important, like looking, you're like, it's dumb, right? That's how you started. Like, this is kind of dumb, yeah. but it is something that you wish that maybe you could have done differently. Your dress was beautiful, but I Thank guess you. I could, it was, at the, are you talking about the lace one? No, I'm talking about the fir- the ceremony one, the glitzy, like fitted. Wow. <laughs> I feel like, is the lace one the one that you were on top of that rooftop? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. The lace one is the one that wasn't fitted and I didn't wear the cape with it. It was just white and I, yeah, yes. I wore my with it. That's the one I feel yeah. like I've seen the most pictures of. Yeah. Is that same. One? Yeah. I like that one better. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that makes sense. Yeah. So um, is there anything else? That you wish you did Honestly, differently? If you would have asked me this two days before my wedding, I would have been like, yes, 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 this, this, and this, and this. But to be honest, when it was all said and done, even though nothing was perfect, it was a perfect day. I love, I love that. that. So you said, even though nothing was perfect, it was a perfect day. Like, walk yeah. me through your mindset with that. Like, what do you mean by that? Every, like, things were going behind. I had to, for my first um, dress, I had to wear go barefoot because I went the cheap route and went with the seamstress that did stuff out of her home and she completely ruined my dress and I had to take oh my god I remember this yes I had to take it to quick sticks last minute like a week before the wedding she saved my life because she fixed it but the hem was not fixable and it was it was too short so I was barefoot I walked on barefoot I I stepped in I stepped in glass like 40 times all day oh no but um that was a big struggle. And then I was really, that really bothered me, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Because I had cool ass shoes that I wanted to wear. Sorry, I said ass. Um, but oh, dude, I, I've been, I, you're good. <laughs> you're good. <laughs> yeah. But, and they're just every, honestly, everything I was stressing about. And I was like, I should have done this. I should have done that. Like, I don't even know if the dream catchers that I picked out are really my vibe anymore. Like, I was just going through it. But then, like, I, yeah. And on the day of, I was like, I don't even care. This is perfect. Oh my gosh. I love this. I literally saw so many people on Reddit because I was looking today for like inspiration for things. And there are people like a month out and a week out from their wedding. And they're like, I am think I'm so worried about this and this and this and this. Please give me encouragement. And like that is the encouragement is like when the day comes, you're not going to care about that stuff. And I totally agree with that because I feel like I kind of, could say the same thing there are things that leading up you worry and worry and worry and worry and then when it comes you don't care anymore because it's like that's not why I'm having this wedding yeah it's really not about the decor it's about the two of you yeah it's easy to get swept up in like all of Mm -hmm. the things that you feel like you not it's like the the busy work type stuff yeah like decor is busy work Mm -hmm. yeah so we'll have you put on your photographer hat right now so we'll switch from bride to photographer Boop. there it is Boop. did your perspective of <laughs> what <laughs> she's really putting on a hat she's actually putting on a hat <laughs> yes with a tag on it photographer hat did your perspective uh, about weddings change at all like the next wedding that you shot after your wedding do you feel like you shot it differently or viewed things a little bit differently having just like actually walked in those shoes Shelby's eyes right now yes Share it. Spill the deets. The way I captured the day, total 180 from what I used to. Really? Yes. So different. I wasn't thinking about 
that little look your grandma gives you right after she hugs you. I wasn't thinking about the bride and groom holding hands while they're walking to take photos. Like I wasn't thinking about those little tiny things. Like your, your dad looking at you as you're saying your vows to your husband. Like, I just didn't think about capturing those things. And after I got married, I was like, wow, wow. There are so many more things to capture in this day. It almost like opens your eyes to like all of the moments happening around the big moment. So it's like, there's the big moment that everyone's focused on, but then Mm -hmm. in that there's all of these micro moments happening, like outside of what's going on. A lot of times those micro moments, the couple that's getting married doesn't even see them. Mm -hmm. So able to capture those on camera for them is awesome. Yeah. And I think, well, would you say that it was in part because like when you were getting married, you were like, oh, I, I hope that they get that picture or you got the gallery back and you're like, I'm thankful they got that picture or I, oh, I wish that she would have been around, you know, a little later in the reception when I danced that one time I danced with my grandma, you know, like what moments happened that made you realize this and change your perspective? I, I did I don't think I expected to have such an intimate wedding day. Like I had 400 guests, but my wedding was so intimate and I didn't expect that. I didn't expect to have all of the feelings and all of the emotions and everybody loving each other. Um, and it kind of, I think just that as a whole kind of made me realize these moments are so important. And it, there's there's this picture that my photographer took and it's such a random photo, but it it's so like my family. So we're all getting ready. And my great grandpa's wife, which she's my grandma, she, they got there because she got there early to take pictures for the first look with all my grandmas. And my, we call him Pampa. My Pampa is sitting on the couch at the distillery. And he's, he's like a five foot tall man. But he'll growl at you if you get too close. So he, <laughs> I am loving this. He's sitting on the couch with his hand just on his lap. Like this. Passed out. Is he sleeping? Yeah. And she took a picture of him. And it is it is my favorite picture from my wedding day. Isn't that, that is so amazing? <laughs> like, if I, before my wedding, I never would have taken a picture like that. I would have been like, nobody's going to want this. But yes, take capture everything like now I'm just like capture everything I don't care if it's quote-unquote Pinterest worthy or Instagram worthy it is their day and it matters to them oh yeah just like it's not about the bridesmaids it's not about the photographer yes like it's not about your portfolio that's you know we got married seven years ago and photography styles have kind of evolved a lot you know it's Mm -hmm. wild how much they evolve but our favorite photos of the day are those candid ones those random ones that no one's like one of my that comes to mind it's like Lara would hate it she would say oh I look stupid in this photo but she's like on the dance floor and she's like she's like doing like a what kind of face at someone and it's just hilarious it's just this random photo that happened on the dance floor that prior to that I would have been like "Ooh, she's not gonna like herself in that like I'm I'm not gonna deliver that but now like we've laughed about that I bring it up like all of these random photos, even photos of our kids, like some of our favorite ones, like we have these photos that uh, someone took of my son smiling and my daughter frowning 
Typically, everyone wants the money shot. All the kids are smiling, but that's so representative of who they are. There was another time where that exact photo was captured in another instance. So we have two photos a year apart where they're doing the exact same thing. And it's like, just all of the emotions, you never know what what tie someone has to something. So I love that. that. That definitely changed for me too. Yeah. Yeah. I would say there's this idea, or not this idea, but as vendors... It can, you can easily get caught up in like, I've done this a thousand times. Okay. It's time for the first look. It's time for this. But I feel like what getting married allows you to do is understand like even me having a first look or Shelby, you had a million first looks, right? And Mm -hmm. even though you've done them a thousand times before, it was your first time to do them. And I think that's a different perspective too, as a vendor becoming a bride or groom that like this is still your first time so you can go into other weddings being like doesn't matter how many times I've done this like this is their first and always capturing like each smile laugh tear ugly face you know and like the ugly faces you guys like who cares because in like 15 years you're gonna be so happy you have that like double chin like photo of you like grinding breaking it down with your tongue out like looking I don't know like a little like a dinosaur or something but in like 15 years (laughs) 30 years you're gonna look back at that and think you look bomb (laughs) right yeah oh man Shelby last question is there any is there anything um that you feel passionate about with wedding days that you wish every couple knew any last piece of advice, any tidbit that you were like, hey, we didn't cover this, but I really want to make sure that people people hear this. I think it's just really important to not care about what anyone thinks. That's my main goal. Do not care. <laughs> yeah. And I think I think if people can do that, like it's gonna set them up for really enjoying their day. Yeah. Expectations from other people, they're a heavy thing to to carry around, especially on your wedding day. I feel like they're yeah. extra heavy on your wedding day. No one wants to go through that day that way. No, I totally agree. No, I was just, I'm thinking to this whole interview and I almost feel like when you were explaining these like first look moments and gifting, like that's really what I'm, like a huge takeaway for me is these letters that you're writing and like the heart that you're putting into the day. And it's almost like you used your wedding. I know you said like a page turner, but it's also like you got so much closure with your wedding mm-hmm. day. Like you were able to, I guess you said it already so well, but just like move forward. And I guess after listening to you, like that means so much more than when we started the interview. And I cannot wait for people to like digest this and gain information and insight and inspiration for their own days on how they can, you know, use their wedding day for closure and let go of people who are bringing them down and build up relationships that are worth building back up. And I just, I Mm -hmm. absolutely can't wait. And I'm so happy and thankful that you shared this with our listeners. I know Chris will speak the same. So Shelby, where can our listeners find you and plug anything that you want to plug about your business, all the things, your Instagram, what you do, all love it all. Okay. Um, well, I think we already said what I do, right? I'm a wedding photographer. True. Um, yeah. You can find me on Instagram, Shelby Lane Photography, L-A-I-N-E. Um, 
And then Not everywhere else, Facebook, Google, I'm everywhere. <laughs> I don't really have much to say other than that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if you like, here's here's the one thing that I'll say about following Shelby. If you like to follow someone who truly just is themselves in moments, like I remember there's this one, th- <laughs> there's this one filter. It's like a wiener nose filter. Do you know the one? You know the one? That, <laughs> She's yeah. laughing. And you like, it makes your nose look like a dangly phallic looking thing. And it's just... <laughs> I mean, it doesn't have a tip or anything, but it's just like, it's just, it looks funny. And she posted a video of her just like shaking her head. It's flopping everywhere. Anyways, that's the kind of stuff that Shelby posts. She also does like ghost stories and obviously shares beautiful photos, but just someone who's truly living their best life, showing, you know, who they are online. Give her a follow. Shelby will share stories about how she just ripped her pants at a wedding day (laughs) <laughs> We're just like bringing up all these memories for her. <laughs> Very <laughs> authentic moments. Shelby will also comes up with these like, I don't know if she comes up with them or what, but recently Jillian, who you guys heard from on our dress <laughs> episode, that's the best. They went to JCPenney's and took really hilarious portraits. <laughs> I saw that and died. I did too. funny. <laughs> <laughs> see my face i'm like everything about it shit oh my god your photos that you were sharing on instagram beforehand with like the pic portraits right above and you're just like looking over your shoulder and i'm like oh i'm dead oh my god i have got to see what's about to happen here god i told I, lara you two are crazy i told lara i want to do that like i want us to go like go thrifting and like do that like i gotta wear like some very faded denim jean shorts some like white dad Nikes. Like awkward family photos. Exactly yes. what I wore. <laughs> yeah, you did. You rocked the denim. <laughs> oh, it's so great. So follow so Shelby. Any, yes, give Shelby a follow. Man, thank you guys so much, listeners. Well, first off, thank you, Shelby, for coming on, sharing all of the intention with your wedding day, being vulnerable, talking about mental health. Uh, we value that yes. so much. All of our listeners, we hope that you enjoyed this episode. Uh, give us a follow on social media at The Bridal Breakdown. Leave us a review. We had a fantastic review uh, that maybe we'll read to open up. We'll read it on another episode. We're going to start reading some reviews on our uh, on our show just because some of you guys have been so awesome. But leave us a review if this has been helpful. And, man, the biggest thing that we're pushing right now is go be a part of the Bridal Breakdown community on Facebook. That group is growing, and there's conversations happening every week. Uh, we have some people sharing awesome. There was a, a bride who shared information about uh, some invitation Shutterfly. company, Shutterfly. If you've had to shift change your date, like they're just covering it for you and giving you all yeah, new invitations. Yeah, they're covering your invitation. Yeah. yeah. You don't so have to these are the kind of tips that you, kind of tips you can learn about. Anyways, we love you guys. Have a great day. See you next time. Mm-hmm.